Last week, I mentioned that my renal-slash-diabetes dietitian had suggested magic spoon cereal since it's low-carbohydrate. I didn't care for it. Mark Hernandez of Uling Consulting was surprised, since he and his family really liked it. We tried to figure out why I didn't. Then Mark hit on something. Maybe I was a super taster. Oh goody, a new concept for me. Let's get a definition for super taster before we go any further. According to Healthline, a super taster is a person who tastes certain flavors and foods more strongly than other people. Well, that's obvious. We need more. And that's what I discovered on live science. The tally of little mushroom-shaped projections on the tongue, called fungiform papillae, reveals a person's tasting prowess or deficit. Nestled within the walls of these tiny bumps are our taste receptors, called taste buds, which register the five currently recognized tastes, bitterness, saltiness, sourness, sweetness and umami, savoriness. Touch receptors in the fungiform papillae also help us feel our food's texture and temperature. The application of blue food coloring makes the papillae easier to count. In a 6mm diameter circle, which is about the size of a hole punch, Bartoshuk said, supertasters can have as many as 60 fungiform papillae packed into the small space, non-tasters can have as few as 5. Wait, there's more information from the discoverer and coiner of the term supertasters from CBC Radio. In Bartoshuk's research, she found that 25% of people are incredibly sensitive to a bitter-tasting chemical known as 6N-propylthiouracil, or PROP. Another 25%, deemed non-tasters, can't detect PROP at all, she says, while the remaining 50% are considered average tasters. While affixing super to anything sounds great, being a supertaster can actually be quite difficult, says Bartoshuk, who coined the term supertaster and non-taster. Supertasters are differentially more sensitive to bitter. Having more taste buds means there are also more pain receptors, and that's why supertasters often can't handle spicy foods and generally avoid anything bitter. As a result, they are often seen as picky eaters. However, their aversion to bitterness is evolutionary, says Bartoshuk. Supertasters are differentially more sensitive to bitter than the average person. Bartoshuk says there are 25 different bitter genes expressing 25 different bitter receptors. Why would nature do that? Because bitter is our poison detection system. So, do I feel honored or cursed to possibly be a super taster? I think I need more information. Wow! While more testing is needed, I found this article on National Geographic encouraging. Henry Barham, a rhinologist at the Baton Rouge General Medical Center, in Louisiana, published a study in the medical journal JAMA Network Open on May 25 that analyzed nearly 2,000 patients and found that supertasters, individuals who are overly sensitive to some bitter compounds, were less likely to test positive for the virus. If this association holds true, it implies, for example, that people who don't find broccoli too bitter are in a higher risk group for severe COVID-19. This is a very interesting study that suggests that receptors on our tongue that allow us to sense bitter flavors are also linked to our vulnerability to respiratory infections like COVID-19, says David Aronoff, director of the Division of Infectious Diseases at Vanderbilt University Medical Center, in Nashville, Tennessee, who was not involved with this research. That taste receptors may also be involved with immunity is surprising, he says. According to Aronoff, the study has limitations. The relatively small number of adults examined were in a fairly narrow age range, so it's not known whether the correlation between taste preferences and COVID-19 severity exists in children or the elderly. In addition, he says, the population studied may differ in unknown ways that influence the results. Hmm, and that has to do with the renal diet or diabetes how? Back to Healthline for the answer. Pros of being a supertaster. 
may weigh less than average or non-tasters. That's because supertasters often avoid sugary, fatty foods that are often packed with calories. These flavors can be too overwhelming and unenjoyable, just like bitter flavors. Are less likely to drink and smoke. The bittersweet flavors of beer and alcohol are often too bitter for supertasters. Plus, the flavor of smoke and tobacco can be too harsh, too. Cons of being a supertaster. Eat few healthy vegetables. Cruciferous vegetables, including Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and cauliflower, are very healthy. Supertasters often avoid them, however, because of their bitter flavors. This can lead to vitamin deficiencies. May be at a higher risk for colon cancer. The cruciferous vegetables they can't tolerate are important for digestive health and helping lower the risk of certain cancers. People who don't eat them may have more colon polyps and higher cancer risks. May have an increased risk for heart disease. Salt masks bitter flavors, so supertasters tend to use it on many foods. Too much salt, however, can cause health problems, including high blood pressure and heart disease. Maybe picky eaters. Foods that are too bitter just aren't pleasant. That limits the number of foods many supertasters will eat. Here are some reminders to help you see the connections. Pros. Obesity can lead to diabetes. Smoking and drinking can hasten your CKD. Cons. Salt. The bane of CKD. Also, being picky means you may not be fulfilling your nutritional needs and, instead filling up on foods that will only worsen your CKD and or diabetes. After all this researching, I've come to the conclusion that I am not among the 25% of the population that are super tasters. Nor am I part of the 25% of non-tasters. Yep, I'm part of the 50% of average tasters. I just happen not to care for the taste of magic spoon. Again, that doesn't mean you won't. After all, Mark and his family like it. Until next week. Keep living your life.